God bless you one and all. Uh, once again, this is Brother Dale of Gospel Repentance Ministries. As once again, it is my endeavor to declare to you nothing but the truth. So help us God and let's study and learn God's word together. God bless you on this Memorial Day weekend. And what I wanted to discuss in this podcast episode is the church. What or who is the church? Earlier this week, I had a conversation with a friend of mine who recently was seeing a gentleman. I don't know if they were dating or not, but she had mentioned that she was a woman of God, a Christian woman, and the matter or the issue of church came up in their conversation. Well, the reply from the young man that she was seeing is that to him, church is boring. Listen to that statement. Church is boring. See, for most people, even in the Christian community, because we don't take the time to study what it is that we profess to believe, we basically go off of tradition and uh, hearsay and uh, piecemeal, and that is unfortunate. So what is the church? Is the church a person, place, or thing? What do we mean when we say, let's go to church? Is that an appropriate phrase? Well, I know it's an accepted phrase, but is it an appropriate phrase? Is it the phrase that we should be using uh, in regards to the church? Well, first of all, to get a better understanding, let's define the word church, okay? The word church comes from a Greek word, ekklesia. Some people may pronounce it ecclesia, and it means the called out ones, the separated ones. So the church is not brick and mortar. It's not a building. The church is a spiritual organism. In other words, the church is organic. It's not inorganic. The church, uh, rather, or the church is the body of believers, Christians, those who are saved, those who wear the name of Christ Jesus. Let me provide a clear couple of passages of scripture to basically define what the church is and first Peter chapter 2 and I'm going to start reading at verse 9 it says this it says but you are a chosen race a royal priesthood a holy nation a people for his own possession that you may proclaim the excellent excellencies of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light once you were not a people, but now you are God's people. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. Now, obviously, God or Christ Jesus did not die for a building. He did not die for brick and mortar. He died for people. Let's read another passage of scripture. I'm going to go to Ephesians chapter 5, and it says this. And start with verse 25. It says, Husbands, love your wives, even as Christ also loved the church 
and gave himself for it that he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word verse 27 that he might present it to himself a glorious church not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing but that it should be holy and without blemish so ought men to love their wives as their own bodies he that loves his wife loves himself so the writer Paul writing to the church at Ephesus is comparing a husband and wife relationship to that of Christ and the church and because the husband and wife relationship here on earth is the most intimate relationship one can have it is appropriate to use that as a as a comparison between Christ being the husband and the church being his bride so Christ died for people so when we say go to church that is actually an inappropriate phrase I know it's an accepted phrase and it's not against the law to say it but actually what we should rather say is that we're going to the house of worship you know to congregate congregate with members of the church we're there to uh, love one another we're there to help one another do well we're there to worship our God in the beauty of his holiness I mean Psalm 47 talks about it says clap your hands all you people shout unto God with a voice of triumph and so we're there to raise our voices and raise our banners to to honor and magnify the God of our salvation so going to church is a misnomer but going to the house of worship would be a more accurate way of saying it we are the church as I just read to you in first Peter chapter 2 verses 9 and 10 it says we are a chosen race a royal priesthood a holy nation a people for his own possession and on it goes so the church is once again a living spiritual organism that Christ died for and shed his blood for and cleansed with his blood and sanctified you read in John chapter 17 when Jesus is making his high priestly prayer to the Heavenly Father prior to his crucifixion he says this in John chapter 17 and I'm gonna find it now he says um, praying to the Lord God the Father he says sanctify them in your truth your word is truth so the Word of God is what causes the church to be clean the Word of God is in essence a cleansing agent so once again you can't do that with a building it has to be individuals and that's who the church is so when you understand the importance of who the church is and what Christ did he came to this earth to die for the sins of his people that's declared in Matthew chapter 1 verse 21 so let's look at one more passage of scripture dealing with the church let's go to Hebrews chapter 10 Hebrews chapter 10 and we're gonna look at verse 25 Hebrews chapter 10 verse 25 it says this not neglecting to meet together as is the habit of some but encouraging one another 
and all the more as you see the day drawing near. Some versions say not to forsake the assembling of ourselves together. And actually, let's look at the prior verse. Verse 24 says, let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works. So that is another primary and important reason to go to the house of worship. We're supposed to love one another and we're supposed to stir up one another to do good things. That means we're supposed to pray for one another. We are to congregate together and worship God. We're there to receive the holy word of God from the servant of God that's in the pulpit so we can receive our instructions to live our daily lives and to share the good news of the gospel with the lost. So the church is a vital, vital um, organism, not just in the walls of the church, but outside the walls of the church. Very important. So to say that church is boring is coming from a place of a person who does not understand the vitality of the church, the, the necessity of the church, which once again are the people of God. We go to a place of worship as the church. The building is not the church. Please understand what I'm trying to convey uh, to you right now. So for those who do not have a heart for God, for those who are not saved, who do not have the spirit of God dwelling inside of them, then yes, the activities of those who are churchgoers, quote unquote, would be a boring, boring exercise and a boring event. So hopefully that clears up the misnomer of the church. Once again, the church is you and I and all of us who profess to be believers in Christ Jesus. The church is not the building. And as the Bible says, we are a royal priesthood. We are a chosen race. Uh, some versions say we are a peculiar people. But the church is living and active. Bless, bless everyone listening to this message. I'm going to sign off now. This is your host, Brother Dale of Gospel of Repentance Ministries. Till next time.